Welcome to Warrensville Reaching New Heights. I'm June Scharf, your host, and my guest today is somebody with a very unique business. He builds custom furniture. His name is Shell Meyerhoff. Now, Shell has an interesting background. He recently retired from his business called Direct Recruiters, which was a recruiting firm, and he pivoted into this furniture-making business largely because it was a hobby of his that extends back about almost 20 years, and he made furniture in his basement. So essentially, he combined a background in marketing and sales and merged that with his, we could say, entrepreneurial spirit and his creative inclinations, and that all added up to Chagrin Valley Custom Furniture located here in Warrensville Heights. His designs are absolutely gorgeous. We're talking about headboards for beds and lots of tables in many varieties, but he does have a signature look, I think we could say, where it, he includes a resin fill in the middle of the piece of wood and it's something you really, it's visual. You have to go to his website, chagrinvalleycustomfurniture.com to really under, to fully appreciate what his manufacturing team is capable of creating. Based on what he tells me here, it seems that he never fully expected the business to be quite as successful as it is, but it's no accident because the work truly is special. So please enjoy learning more about Shell's path and the opportunities that exist in his shop, he is hiring. Shell Meyerhoff, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I'm really happy to have you here. You have an incredible business going on here in Warrensville Heights. Let's just start with how the business got started in your basement. Okay, I'm going to go back a little bit more before how it got started in the basement in that I had it as a hobby in the basement for 17 years mm -hmm. while well, I learned the craft of building mm -hmm. and I learned the craft by reading a lot of manuals, reading a lot of books, having a lot of mentors that I would pull on to get information. Like who would be a mentor on how to build furniture, how to work with wood? Well, there was, uh, there's a company here that sells everything that a woodworker needs. Mm -hmm. And there was a man uh, named Mike, um, Mike there. Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking of his Mike. Why am I not thinking of his last name? But um, he owned Woodcraft and he was really a genius on building. And oh. anytime I had a technical question, he could answer the question. Yeah, like what would be a technical question? Well, like how to make a certain kind of joint or how to make a mortise and how to do a dovetail or any kind of joinery, um, different types of woods and properties mm -hmm. and tools to do different things okay. and what's the best, fastest way to do something. What was the first piece of furniture you made in those days? Uh, mostly uh, at that time, all I did was make stuff for my family mm -hmm. and I made it for my house. Okay. So my first piece of uh a furniture was a dresser. That's complicated. Drawers. Drawers, everything. Yeah. yeah. And um, then I just continued, and I made one project after another for 17 years mm -hmm. and never stopped. Wow. And that's one of the best ways to learn is just a lot of practice, a lot of repetition, a mm -hmm. lot of... Mistakes, I suppose. Oh, mistakes. I made mistakes, yes. <laughs> and you learn to get past your mistakes. You learn to sometimes incorporate your mistakes mm -hmm. into the final project, or sometimes you have to yeah. blow it up and start all over again. Mm -hmm. Well, what's neat about this 
basically this art form we could say is that no two pieces of furniture are ever identical never so that keeps it interesting Mm -hmm. and um, your tagline in your branding for your company is where you say where rustic meets modern Mm -hmm. and what I thought I'd add to that is I I think your work really reflects a space where art meets commerce Mm -hmm. as well Mm because you have buyers and um, I I just I wanted to mention that your clients are not only residential but corporate and in the hospitality industry Mm -hmm. also yes and they're from all over the country yeah now all over the country I started my marketing by going all over the country now I'm in Google you can Google me in any city and I come up so are you going to trade shows I mean how else are they finding you that's the main way through the internet through the internet I have a very good marketing team that that gets me front and center Keyword searches. Keyword searches okay. were, were, if you can go to almost any city in the country, we come up right on the top on the yeah. fr- on the uh, on the uh, first page. That's awesome. Mm. That's how to do business today. That's how to do business. Um, so, in a, I mean, what's unique about um, some of your furniture is that is that you add um, metal legs and bases mm-hmm. in addition to these tops mm-hmm. that are amazing and then mm-hmm. you paint things and you also have these um colorful resin inlays mm-hmm. is that what you call it yeah, yeah. it's epoxy resin mm-hmm. um it has a lot of very good properties it's strong it binds the the wood together and mm-hmm. you can put rivers right down the middle of tables mm-hmm. put lakes that's literally what it looks like people should go to your website to see this is a very visual thing um what what is the name of your website uh chagrin valley custom furniture.com okay um I, I've been to the site and it's a, a great representation of, of what goes on. I've also been to your shop mm-hmm. and that was truly remarkable. You've got six people at work, you know, on all different kinds of projects. Right. So that's pretty cool. Um, so all this wood, where do you source it from? Because you say it's all local. Who, is someone going out in the woods? Like, what's what's going on? Ninety-nine percent of my projects are all local, northeastern Ohio woods, like cherry, maple, walnut. Hickory, ash, wow, mm-hmm. just elm. These are beautiful woods, and there isn't too many places in the country that has an assortment of woods like that, okay. like in like in Ohio, Pennsylvania area. So you're going to lumberyards. I go to yeah certain lumberyards, mm-hmm. and I can trust them that they're going to handle the wood properly, dry it properly, cut it properly, so that when we get it and we build furniture, it'll hold up. It won't warp. Mm-hmm. and break if they get some great piece of wood in are they on the phone with you like shell we got something you got to see it is it any, ever like that no oh, okay <laughs> i don't know it's mostly me seeking out what okay. i need okay um so you grew up in cleveland heights mm-hmm. and you told me earlier that your dad was a handyman so did you have a hammer in your hand early and was he taking you on job yeah my dad was a handyman and included me in all his handiwork he did around the house he could do electrical plumbing carpentry everything and uh but the most important thing was i was born with his genes that we were very mechanical people we had good eye hand coordination um we could make our hands produce what our what was envisioned in our brains so i got his lucky genes <laughs> uh, I would say that is fortunate. Um, so it's not it's no accident that, that you did this. However, let let's talk about your professional life. Um, I mean, before previous to this business, where did you go to college? I went to Cleveland State University. And what did you major in? Marketing. Hmm, okay. 
Oh, I get it. Okay, so then <laughs> I know where the story's going. So then you've had you've had a very successful run with um, an employment uh, a recruiting firm. Recruiting firm. Thank yeah. you. And so it's called Direct Recruiters. Mm-hmm. Corporate is still in business. Yeah. Uh, you started it, mm-hmm. and a lot of marketing was involved with that. So, so tell me about how you got that off the ground. Um, started out, you know, it's the old Steve Jobs thing. I did it out of my garage. Well, I did it out of my house for a couple of months, and then I got a small office with a couple of employees. By the time I was done with my part in that business, 38 years later, we were up to about 50 employees, and I had created this beautiful group of partners that uh, really ran a lot of it for me, and they wanted to buy it, and I was ready, and we sold. How did you choose to go into that? Uh, I had an uncle who was a mentor of mine, and he owned an employment agency called J.B. Brown Associates. They went way back. In Cleveland? In Cleveland, yeah. And was that the first thing you did out of college? Uh, no, I worked for U.S. Steel for a couple, three, four years uh, in Detroit, Michigan. And then I moved to Cleveland and did the employment agency for 38 years. Wait, what did you do for U.S. Steel? Was that marketing? I sold. I was a salesman. Oh, okay. Yes, I've always been, marketing and sales have always been my primary focus. Okay. So you poured that into that business. Did you have other businesses as well? Um, no, not really. Just these okay. two businesses. I own some real estate, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that counts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so with the furniture, uh, one of the um, advantages to working with you is you build to customer specifications, mm-hmm. like the exact dimensions they want. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, what was the like largest table you ever built? Oh, we built a... Uh, 14-foot oh oak table from um, um, reclaimed lumber from a barn, uh-huh. which we do a lot of. Okay. And uh, that was my longest table, 14 feet. How do you get it in the house? Uh, in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would turn it on its side, get it through the door, then put the legs on. Yes. Wow. Um, so one thing I'm curious about is what about the chairs? Do you build chairs too? We don't really build chairs. We don't focus in on that. You can't yeah. be an expert in everything. Right. But we do focus in on the tables okay. and we do build a lot of shelving and all kinds of projects. Okay, well when someone works with you, uh, according to your marketing material, you promise that they will have fun. So how, how is it fun for the client? Well, uh, clients or the employees. Well, you could address both. I will address both <laughs> because they're just as important. Actually, the employees are more important okay. than the customers. So how I have fun with the um, the customer is they really sense my enthusiasm for this. This is not to me, to me, this isn't just to make money. Mm-hmm. This is to have fun and enjoy the process and make it a painless, fun process with the customer by sitting down and really listening to them finding out what their needs are, and then making suggestions after I've listened to what they've told me, mm-hmm. rather than go in there like a bull and say, <laughs> I'm, you know, I yeah. sell this. Yeah. And they love it, and they trust it, and we get to in a nice dance with the customer so mm-hmm. that when the end product comes out, it meets their, it has exceeded their expectations. How long might a project take? Uh, typical, we're about three weeks on a project, but that's not working Everybody. Okay. 
but it's, it's... From when they come to you to when they can have that? Well, no, usually now we're backed up like 60 days, but oh, we don't okay. start projects right away for them. So okay. it'll be a on our months. board for a month, and then we'll build for about a month. On your job board, I saw that. Yes. You have lots of jobs. Lots scheduled. of jobs. Okay, but you said it's also fun for your employees. So yeah. First of all, we have a, I have a high respect for all my employees, or I don't have them there. Number one. Number two, I really engage them in helping the company grow and be a process of improving our processes and making things better. So I listen to everything that they tell me. And then I do fun things like I bring in a lot of lunches. I uh, actually, the other day, I took them all bowling and we just try to enjoy each other's company and a lot of laughter around the shop. And they get to play music. And we well, play music, work. and sometimes loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what kind of? How do you get a background in in woodworking? And where are they coming from? Woodworkers come a lot of times. Woodworkers come from their fathers or mm-hmm. parents that were in some kind of mechanical mm-hmm. field, mm-hmm. and a lot of it comes out of carpentry. But yeah. there's a lot of designated furniture makers. Okay. Now, I wish there were a lot. There's actually uh, not enough. Yeah. Well, shall I have to say, because I sense your passion and and how this is driven by simply your love for the work, I don't feel like this is a commercial. You no, know? no. I mean, on the one hand, it kind of is, but I really feel like you're in this because you love it and you're right. having a great time. Right. I have this opportunity because yeah. I've made my retirement in the yeah. other company, and now I get to do this for fun. Yes. But it's turning out to be very profitable, too. <laughs> Which you never intended? I, I just wanted never to cover knew. costs and make some money, but yeah. we, we're we we finding niches and yeah. ways to... We're improving our process, and things are, are, are good. Yeah, and well, that's run, exciting. You run a company well, it makes profit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you worked hard for, what, 35 years, so you earned this you know, pivot point in your life. Um, but speaking of money, what, what generally is the cost range for things you make, the right. low end, the high end? We make a lot of tables, and mm-hmm. we make them either out of rustic wood or we make live-edge tables, mm-hmm. sometimes some modern tables. And those bigger dining tables that are 8 and 9 feet long are in the uh, $3,600 to $5,000 range. That's typical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how did you choose to locate your business in Warrensville Heights? Um, well, that's mm-hmm. interesting. I was working out of my basement. I grew out of the basement, that and was my in Sugar and, Fox. and my neighbors wanted me out of there too. It was it was a, it, it was disruptive. Yeah. In the v- beginning, I, and I was very small. It wasn't, but later on, it got very disruptive. So um, I knew that Warrensville is a business friendly place to do business. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's certain cities, uh, such as Solon, mm-hmm. they make very difficult to do business. You know, they, they everything is by code and this and that and they don't overlook anything. And Warrensville is very flexible. Mm-hmm. And plus the area that I picked, um, which is the Warrensville Richmond area, there's a lot of companies out there that do that same kind of thing, mm-hmm. and we're all clustered there, yeah. and all the freeways meet there, so every customer from every part of the city can get to me. Right. Okay, um, so I know you're staffed by six people. I'm just wondering, are there any job opportunities in your shop? There are. We're okay. looking for builders all the time, okay. and I need it. actually could use two of them right now. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, so anyone who's listening, 
has a background, uh, they should get in touch with you. If you just have a good general carpentry type background mm-hmm. and you're very you have good eye hand coordination, mm-hmm. or maybe you were a welder, yeah, we want to talk to you. Okay. Uh, well, just um, to round out what exactly goes on in this shop, I'm going to list straight from your material for listeners everything you make. So the table styles are farmhouse, dining, conference room, coffee tables, end, side, and sofa tables, hallway and entry tables, and then um, outdoor teak tables. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a great range. That's, that's, that's a great range. And then, you know, a lot of shelving. We build... Okay. Uh, well, I'm not done. Okay. So you also do these interior sliding barn doors. Yes. Which are really cool. They are cool. So so someone just, instead of having a door, they'll have a, a barn door. A barn door. And we, um, we are able to use our artistic abilities to dress mm-hmm. these doors up in some very unique ways, using some very unique painting ways. We use barn, uh, barn wood from directly from old 100 to 300-year-old mm-hmm. barns, mm-hmm. and we can really do a lot of artistic work so are you are you out like in amish country a lot yeah okay a lot i have a lot of my vendors are out there okay so you do bed frames and headboards Mm -hmm. and uh rustic furniture Mm -hmm. it's just on your list but um there's countertops desks and Okay, this is sort of funny. Ottomans, or is it Ottoman? Uh, <laughs> Ottomans, you know, footrests. Right. You know, that's just yeah. one of yeah. many. And then um, this live edge wood, that's, um, can you get explain what that is in a little bit? All right, detail? so you say you take a round tree, mm-hmm. and you put it on a big um, saw. They call it uh, a... Um, you know, a big saw uh, sawmill. Mm-hmm. And they just cut the log... And as they're cutting the log and slabs are coming off, they have the live edge from the tree. It's like sitting inside the tree. It's sitting on top of the tree, outside the tree. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as you cut this off, and then people love to have this live edge on the outside of their table Mm -hmm. because it represents the beauty of that tree. Neat. Well, and that's, it's nice. I mean, it's a real respect for nature and... Yes. you actually are able, when you have one of these live edge tables, to look inside of what a tree was at a moment in time. Mm-hmm. I had uh, Larry Black, the uh, home builder, on the podcast uh, a week ago, and he's building a lot of homes that are very contemporary and floor to ceiling uh, windows, glass mm-hmm. windows. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea is, was br- is to partly bring nature inside the house by giving you so much access. And I mm-hmm. feel like you're delivering sort of on that interest as well. Mm-hmm. You're literally bringing nature mm-hmm. in the house. But it would certainly be a neat match for a contemporary house. Yeah, I th- we're building our, our value proposition is that people are so, I'll tell you, they're numb to the kind of furniture they get that comes out of China that you buy at places like Levin mm-hmm. that's just cookie cutter furniture it's mm-hmm. the same they've made a million of them and they're made out of press board and particle board and just very cheap manufacturing methods mm-hmm. people want something that's from the earth that's really cool mm-hmm. and something that brings you back to a different place a quieter place like a tree yeah. it's a table it's <laughs> right. very interesting yeah well, it sounds fantastic. I'm thrilled that you're here in Warnsville Heights, and I'm so happy that you could be our guest today. And Thank you. And shed a little more light on furniture making. Thank you.